Welcome again to Variety Bank, the podcast that bangs out content in 15 minutes or less so you can listen at your convenience. First off, I'd like to say hello. I am back. I had to take a week off. I wasn't feeling that great. Uh, But that being said, uh, this is episode 18, and it's labeled Faith in Humanity, and also is this gardening. So it's two subjects, and it shouldn't be a long podcast, but it's just a little something that I just want to talk about, both these subjects. So again, I am your host, Travis B., uh, here for another week to spend with you. Uh, I've missed you guys, and I've really been looking forward to doing this, and I'm glad I am. And let me give you an update on my sickness. Uh, I had corona. I don't know what variant. I just know that I tested positive. And because I'm told that because I'm vaccinated, that it wasn't as bad, and it really wasn't bad for me. It was, um, it, it, it was, I was sick, I had a fever a couple nights. I was achy and I slept a lot. And the only thing that sucked was that my wife also had Corona. In fact, I got it from her and I think she had it worse than me, but still she gave it to me. And so I'm sitting here and I want to sleep and I'm tired, but she's taking up the bed and she's sleeping more and it's hard for me to sleep. And she's got the dogs in the bed. So the first couple of days I was sick, it was kind of rough. But then after she started feeling better, and I could actually get more sleep. I started feeling better. Then lo and behold, my mother catches it. and She's like 75 years old. But uh, she had a very few symptoms. I mean, she was a little sick, but like literally two days, like two days after catch, catching it and feeling like garbage, she was mowing the lawn. Yes, my mother mows my lawn. It gives her something to do. She doesn't do it all at once. She'll do the backyard one day and the front yard another day. It gives her something to do. She, she, my mother's a type that likes to keep busy. So, hey, she wants to mow the yard. Let her. I'm, I'm not complaining. I should probably be doing it. It couldn't hurt. I'm a big guy, but, you know, let mom do it. So don't take away her joy. Don't take away my mother's joy. I'm just saying. And that being said, I am feeling better. So let's go ahead and talk about part one, which uh, is my faith in humanity is restored. So two weeks ago, pre-COVID, I, uh, my mother and I were going down a busy six-lane highway, three one way, three the other, six-lane. And on the side where there's a, like an apartment complex or a condo complex, there's a big wall, soundproofing wall, you know, staggered. And I look and I see out of the corner of my eye a little gray kitten against the wall. So, of course, I tell mom, you got to turn around, turn around. Mom was driving, and she did, and uh, I jump out. You know, I'm a big guy and everything, and I jump out trying to uh, trying to catch this kitten. Of course, I cannot because it's a kitten, and it's quick, And uh, but luckily, it didn't run to the road, so I tried two different times, and it kept running to another part of the wall. So, yeah, I couldn't catch it, and uh, I was starting to get frustrated, and I wasn't going to give up, but I was starting to get very upset because I'm like, what am I going to do? I want to make sure this kitten uh, is safe, and then... My mother had her flashers on blocking the right lane, you know, towards, you know, the sidewalk. And then another car flies around her, pulls up, puts their flashers on, gets ahead of me. She jumps out a lady and she's trying to catch this kitten. And I think she's in better shape than me, but she can't catch this kitten. So we're both freaking out. We're like, what do we do? And before you know it, the kitten being scared as it was ran underneath into like a drain cover, you know, the side where the sidewalk and the road meet there's in Florida, at least at these drain ports and where the, where the uh, water, where the rainwater goes. And they go in there, and the poor thing just jumps in there. And so her and I are both freaking out. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, two guys come up. One guy is on a like a motorized scooter, and he has like a backpack. And he looks like he's a construction worker, young guy. And uh, he comes up, and uh, he gets a strap from his backpack, and he puts a strap around this um 
around the grate and, and gets ready to pull it. And, and I'm getting ready to help. Then all of a sudden, another guy, he, he looks like a construction guy. He comes up and he grabs the other end and they don't even know each other, but they just yank this cover off. And the guy with the motorized scooter, it's like, hold my legs. So uh, I'm 300 pounds. I can just lay on him. Basically, so I get on his legs, me and the lady. And uh, he reaches in there and he's able to get the soaking wet little kitten, gray and white kitten, beautiful kitten. Get this kitten out of the storm drain. And uh, I was so excited after the kitten came out, the lady wraps a towel around it and holding it like a burrito. And uh, the guy that rescued the kitten's like, oh, I'll take it. And then I'm like, well, I'll take it. And then the lady's like, well, I can find a home for it. And then the other guy, who the guy that helped get the grade off, the other guy um, that was not on the scooter, that construction guy, he comes up. He's like, no, no, I really want it. I, I'll, let me take it home. And uh, so we said, okay. And he took the kitten and we put the grate back on. I was so excited that the guy who uh, came up first on the scooter actually put my arm around him, gave him a hug. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. He might not have liked that. I don't know. But he didn't, he didn't say anything. He just didn't, nothing wrong. But I was, I was just so happy that we, you know, we rescued this kitten. So I'm sitting here thinking, well, you know, we did a great thing. And then as I stand up and as I turn to go back to the car, I look and I see that the construction worker who took the cat, he has his work truck on and his lights flaring at the top. I don't know what kind of work construction, but he has like the lights and they're flaring. And then behind him, an ambulance came up with their lights flaring like crazy. And ambulance guys were jumping out and putting on their work vests, their, their, their reflective vests coming up. And I'm like, no, 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 it was a kitten. We got him. We got him. Oh, okay. Thank you. Cool. Thanks. Good to know. And they went back in there. Uh, I'm almost tearing up. They went back in their ambulance and the construction guys went home. And the, the short, longer the shorter this is that it, my faith in humanity is restored a little bit because I did not expect any help catching this kitten. I, I didn't. And I didn't really honestly expect to be able to catch a kitten because most kittens are scared, especially on a busy high side of the highway. I didn't want to scare it and have it run into the traffic, which it did once or twice, but it came right back. Thank God we were all so worried about it. We were just worried, and I didn't expect any help. And then before you know it, we, I've got another lady jumps in, and she's trying. And then two construction guys come. Before you know it, ambulance guys are coming. And I look back, and like there's like four or five cars. There's, my, there's the lady's car in the lead, and there's my mother's car. with her Lady has her hazards on. My mom has her hazards on. The, the big construction truck behind us got there. The lights on top of their cab, they're flaring. And then the ambulance behind us, they're going like crazy. So we got four different vehicles blocking this lane of traffic just to save this little kitten. And honestly... I talk about it now. It gives me goosebumps. It makes me want to cry. And that really made my, that made my, my life. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's good. Uh, true story. A couple years ago, um, my wife and I found a little kitten in, uh, I think it was, um, a Ruby Tuesday parking lot and it was on its last legs and it was whining and crying and people were ignoring it and it couldn't see it was crusty and it had mites and it was terrible. And I didn't even hesitate. I took it, and I, I took it to the emergency vet, and I put like 500 or more dollars into him trying to get him to live, and he he didn't. And it's very upsetting, uh, even to now, to think about that. I felt like I failed. And, of course, you know, the people at the uh, the people uh, at the emergency vet are like, no, no, you didn't fail. You know, he had a – I named him Lucky. Lucky had a nice life, and that last 24 hours, he knew warmth and food. And so, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, he, he would have been dead sooner than that if it wasn't for um, my wife and I's intervention. But it's still a kick uh, in the teeth, you know, when you're trying to help something and it doesn't work out. I mean, I would do it again and again, obviously, because I jumped out and tried to save this kitten. And when I say I, I initiated it. I'm not taking credit. It's just I was trying to save this kitten and a bunch of people jumped in and it just made me with the effort of many people. We rescued this kitten and I'm just so happy. And I named the kitten Stormy because it went into a storm dream. So, but, you know, lucky, unfortunately, 
the kitty cat that passed away after 24 hours didn't live very long, but you know, I, I did a good thing and we got this one rescued. So that makes me happy. And uh, I really hope I'll probably never see that kitten again, but the guy was so excited to take it home and people who love animals, you know, people who don't want animals, they're not going to take it home. Well, I guess I'll take it home. People who love animals go out of their way to rescue animals and take the animals home. That's why my wife and I have five cats or sorry, four cats and five dogs. Cause we're, we're nuts. We have a petting zoo. I should start charging admission. I don't know if anybody would pay, but I should start charging. So that's part one. I'm going to go ahead and talk, get into uh, part two. That's called, is this gardening? Now, what comes up, what made me come up with this subject? Well, not sure if you remember, I talked a little while ago, a couple weeks ago about infused water. And while I have been sick a little over a week, I have been drinking nothing but sugary drinks. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know about you, but when I'm sick, I don't care. I'm not going to be like, oh, I got to still drink diet soda. No, no, just, if I want orange juice, I'm going to drink orange juice. I'm going to drink anything I want. And I did, but the infused water wasn't bad, uh, but it's like anything else, you know, you put pineapple in it, it's good. But if you put like pineapple spearmint, well, now you got to drink, you know, it just, it, it helps herbs help add to the already good flavor of whatever you're putting in, in the infused water. So this is getting me into gardening, uh, basically infused water. Now my grandfather, uh, in New York, Long Island, New York, we lived, I told you he had the chicken coops and that was his main source of money. But honestly, he had a five-acre farm as well. He he actually, um, the five acres, he would uh, do something different every um, every year. One year, he did Indian corn. Next year, he did strawberries. He, he, that was like, the chickens were his income, but the, the plot of land that he that he tilled and farmed, that was for fun. He just, he wanted to do things. He just wanted to do things to see if he could do them. And he grew things you don't think, you wouldn't really think of as New York, but like strawberries and stuff, he did all that. So maybe... I've got a little bit of a green thumb from that. And I actually shouldn't say me. It's my mom. She's taking care of all the, all, all the uh, plants. Uh, so, yes, yeah, mom. Mom, she, she uh, it gives her something to do. My mom gets bored. That's why she likes picking up dog poop. And that's why she likes mowing the lawn. She has to have something to do. So now she got a bunch of herbs she could take care of. In fact, these are the herbs we have for you know general use in our infused water. Dill. That was my wife's idea. I'll never use it for water. Basil. Spearmint. Spearmint we used to have in Long Island, New York. It grew by our front porch. Wild. You could take that stuff and you can mow it down with a lawnmower. Next week it came back. So I love spearmint. I have sweet mint, uh, lemon balm, rosemary, lavender, and sage. The sage isn't doing so well. We're not sure what happened. But anyway, it's sage. I don't really, you know, unless I'm going to burn it in a house and exercise spirits, I don't really plan on using sage for much. Out of all those, I, I just... Uh, Mentioned the basil, the spearmint, the sweet mint, the lemon balm, and maybe the lavender. Those are the ones I'll probably use most of my most of my infused water because those are the ones that kind of the most common flavors. I don't know if rosemary would be good, maybe, but I'm always willing to experiment. So you know, so that was this podcast basically. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up real quick. Uh, I'm f- definitely feeling better. I would say I'm 99%. I'm looking forward to being out here next weekend uh, where I'm 100% for sure. Go ahead and visit me, or sorry, you could, well, I guess you could visit me, but leave me a note or write me at VarietyBangYahoo.com, and you can visit me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And, uh, you know, if you don't know anything about gardening, probably ask someone else, because I don't know. But if you have any advice for me with gardening, especially herbs, please let me know. And I look here, uh, forward to hearing from you, and you take care. God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.